you are listening to Unleash Your Potential with Jane Tamarbutter. This is episode number two. Welcome to Unleash Your Potential, where we delve into the world of mindsets and how shifting it can help you unleash your full potential. Each episode, we guide you on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment to help you unlock your innate abilities, overcome limiting beliefs, and achieve your ultimate goals. So, Sit back, relax, and get ready to unleash your full potential on this exciting journey of self-discovery. When I'm recording this podcast, this is still January, start of the year. Everyone's in a chirpy mood. So am I. And I'm in the mood for planning the year or looking forward to what the year will bring to me and what I will experience in this year. Building on last week's episode, I wanted to talk about embedding your goals into action and into your daily routines, just to kind of build on last week's theme. If you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to listen to it if you want your goals to have more holistic and sustainable lens to it. But in this episode, I want to talk about how to start embedding your goals into your daily routines so that you start tipping at it slowly. Usually when we set goals, or at least when I set goals, I focus more on who I will become while I'm pursuing that specific goal rather than achieving the goal itself. And what I mean by that is when I start building these daily habits to achieve that specific goal, I change as a person and my identity changes. I actually get much more benefit out of those daily habits than just achieving the goal itself. And I'll touch on that a little bit later on if you don't understand what I mean. But I bring into a couple of different principles or theories that I've learned in different areas of my life. I studied financial management as my bachelor's degree and In finance, there's a term called compound effect. Compound effect is when the principal reaps a huge reward from a series of small, smart choices. So it's basically where an investment makes a small but steady increase over a long period of time, and it ends up being a large portfolio because you start you start early and you start building on it day by day in small portions. And you are not only adding money to your portfolio in small amount, you're also earning money on top of your interests or whatever benefits that you're getting so that you're over time, your portfolio becomes this big amount, which is very hard to do when you just want to do it in a short period of time. So let's say if I start investing money for my retirement now, and I add small amount of salary every month, I start not only keeping the money that I'm adding every year, every month, but I'm also making money out of the interests or whatever investment that benefits that you're getting. And over time, I might end up with million, $2 million before I retire versus if I don't do that on a daily basis and wait till my retirement, it's very difficult for me to just come up with a million dollars in a very short period of time, unless obviously there are people who can do that. But most of us or for the average people, it's very hard to do. I bring that concept into my daily routine. There is also a book called Atomic Habits. I haven't read it, but I read the principles of that book just because everyone was talking about it in my network and I read about it and 
it's basically what I'm going to talk about now, probably not in full, but in terms of building habits. If you've read the book and if you don't agree with me, just let me know. I'm interested to hear, but I will be reading that book later on. Having goals that span across your life in areas that are important to you and prioritizing, vetting them to narrow down to the ones that are really high priority for you right now. I also talked about making them smart, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. This is really important step. And I think it's a one step that's often missed. For me, it makes a big difference between whether your goal is met or not. I'm going to assume that you have gone through that process and your goals are very specific, achievable, and is ready to rock and roll. If you have your goals in front of you, look at your goals and have a think about how long the goals would take to achieve approximately and how much effort it would require. I gave an example in the last episode that one of my goals that I'm working on this year is to be flexible. If I stretch once a month, my muscles won't have the ability to kind of keep the stretch or the length that it gained. Equally, if I stretch all day, every day for one month, I might make a difference, but it might not be feasible because I'll need to work, eat, socialize, and just to live my life. It's better to have a realistic or more balanced approach to it. For me, the best approach is to gradually do it over time. I would go to yoga or stretch three to four times a week so that my muscles remember the stretch and will hold on to the stretch so that it will build onto the previous kind of stretch that I gave it so that next time I stretch, it can expand further and further. Given that I pick a start date, I pick the days that I want to stretch, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, maybe optional. I put it in my calendar and then I just kind of start making it a routine. When I plan my day ahead, I know that if it's Monday, okay, this is my yoga day, I go. So it's kind of part of the routine and you don't have to think about it every day. You don't have to make that decision every day to meet that goal because you've already planned it in and you're just going to start following it. One of the things that are really important is to be really, really ruthlessly realistic about what you're committing to. Notice that when I was giving examples, I'm not committing to stretching every day for two hours because... I want to do other things and three to four days is the amount that I'm willing to commit that I know I can do. If I decide to do any more than that, that's fine. But minimum three to four days is what I can do. Another example that's slightly different would be shorter and sharper goals. For example, I wanted to get a scuba diving certificate. In order to get that certificate, all you need is a weekend. You can get it done so that I can wait a bit until the right time comes. If you have kind of like a short goal like that, then you can think about when you would do it throughout the calendar. For me, I did it in winter period in Australia because that's where the sales were on. I thought it was a good idea to do that and 
I think ideally, if I had done my research a bit better, I would probably do it in autumn rather than spring because the water would still be warm at that period and I would still benefit from the sale. But besides the point, this is something kind of short that you can achieve. You can just plan it ahead and you know it can be done. I think about roughly when you would want to do it and then do it. Another example would be meditation. One, you would have to practice every day to kind of get the result that you want to feel calmer more grounded and you can relate to others more calmly your relationship changes and perhaps that helps you more with your inner peace that's the real kind of compound effect of your goals and that's what i mean by the muscle to teach the goals is very important in achieving your goals because like you're flexing your muscle over a long period of time bit by bit and whilst you might not know what kind of growth that you're gaining when you look back after a certain period of time, you'll notice the change. Just like when you go to the gym, you don't notice the difference right away. But after maybe three months, you can certainly see a difference. Or after a year, you can see the difference. The dedication to commit, plan and execute is very important. That skill starts to spill over kind of once you start doing this, that becomes a habit. You learn how to kind of commit to something and plan for it and execute it. And you can do that anything, not just goals. You can implement it for work, for school. And that really starts spilling over other areas of your life. And that makes a change. So that's where I'm really talking about in terms of building a habit that changes who you are is very important. Thanks for tuning in to Unleash Your Potential. I hope you found today's episode helpful in your journey to reaching your potential. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss an episode. If you want to get in touch, you can always find me on Instagram at Unleash Your Potential IG or by email at Unleash Your Potential Podcast at gmail.com with no space. Remember, keep prioritizing your growth and your potential. Until next time, bye.